Well, hello, hello. Welcome to episode, I don't know, five? Yeah, of Coach Ani the podcast. So first, I just really want to say thank you guys so much for all the amazing feedback that I've been getting over the podcast and you guys even sending me ideas and wanting to hear like my opinions and and thoughts on other things, which is what actually brings me to this topic today. I've been getting a lot of questions about, okay, seriously, should I be a salon owner? Should I not be a salon owner? Should I be commission? Is booth rent better? Is having a suite better? Like what is actually better? So I'm here to really talk about obviously the differences in each, but what I feel really comes down to, I feel like the main point of which one is best for you will also come down to personality. And I'll be explaining that as well. And also understanding that personality can change. You can change, you can grow, you can want different things. And none of these things are, you know, none are right or wrong in it. It just becomes a personal preference and really depends on where you're at in your life, like in that moment, you know? So first, let me tell you, I have worked in a salon as a booth renter. I have worked in a, and then I went to, I changed salons, went to a salon as a commission artist. Then I rented a booth in that salon. Then I went to my own suite. Then I went back to commission when I moved to California. And now I'm back at having my own suite. So um, I have a lot of experience of doing all of these things and also teaching and training salon owners because before I moved to California, not many people know this, I was actually looking to start my own salon. I had found a space that I really liked and then I was offered a position in California and well, I ended up moving in, (laughs) you know, the rest is history. So I really wanna start with, okay, well, I feel like the biggest is, should I rent? Should I be commission? What are the pros and cons of commission? And like I said, I wanna be clear, none of these are right and or wrong some things would work for some people and some things wouldn't work for others, which is why I also say it comes down to personality and what it is that you want and what it is you're willing to do and how much work you're really like willing to put into something. So let's first really talk about commission because I feel like this is one that is almost the, I don't want to say most polarizing, but it is. People have a very, very strong stance on this, on whether it's right, it's wrong, on what commissions should be, like the commission commission percentage should be. So once again, I've been commissioned twice, so I will give you my own experience and my own opinion on that. Now, what is the perk of being a commission artist? Obviously, the biggest perk is you really have nothing to worry about. Like you come in, you do hair, you leave, like you wash your hands of it. Someone else is dealing with taxes and payroll and inventory and texting the clients and receptionists and training people. Like, I don't know another way to say it. Like that's not your fucking problem. For the simple fact of you are paying most likely most of the money that you're bringing in to this salon space in order for you to be able to like have the space to just come in and out, do what you want and like, That's great and that's amazing. You know what I mean? So with that, (laughs) what kind of becomes a con? You know what I mean? Because like I said, I've, I've done both. And that is one thing that I really did like about being a commission artist was, I can't say like, generally for the most part, I'd go into the salon and we had everything we needed. I will also say as someone whose commission was, so mine was 2575, no, 25, sorry, 25, 75. Yeah, that was right, 2575. 
75 to the salon, 25 to the artist. Eventually that j- did change to be 44, 54, 44 to us, 54 to the salon. Um, but that's when the salon itself changed to more of a membership as opposed to just being a like a la carte package pricing. So I'm sure that already you're hearing 25, 75 and you're shitting your fucking pants. Like you're, you're, you're pooping your pants and I get it. And I'll say it, I, I agree and disagree with it. And I'll kind of once again tell you why. Obviously, I work for an extension only salon. And even at $25.75, yes, we made good money. And I understand why it was that way for the simple fact of, you know, it's a salon, it's by the beach, it's very expensive. Having an extension only salon is expensive. You have to provide the hair that's, you know, $10,000, $30,000 of buying hair a month. Like it's a, it's a lot of money and I get that. And so... With that, on new installations, because the cost, the expenses per the client is obviously much higher because you're putting in hair, I do understand it being $25.75. But then as a commission artist or even as a salon owner, then you have to take a look at, okay, well, let's look at like a tightening appointment or a refresh appointment. The actual expenses are pretty minimal. Yes, you're using color, so it's color. If there's an assistant, things like that. But the cost of having, you know, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars in hair is no longer there. So actually, most of the extension only salons that I know have two different types of commission. The first is the commission on a new installation where it's like, hey, let's say you're charging three thousand dollars. You get 25, 35, 40, whatever it is off of the total amount. Expenses are not excluded from that because once again, your commission, the salon is going to take like they're able to write that off on taxes. That is a deduction. So it's if it's, you know, you're charging $3,000 for a new installation and there was $1,000 in hair, the commission artist should be getting that percentage off of the 3000 not the 2000 and I feel like I, I wish I had like a piece of paper to write all this out. But that's just something to bear in mind for salon owners and even commission artists. Like I always say, if you have a question, just ask. If ever there is a business that makes you feel as though you can't ask questions, you can't ask for clarification on your pay without being like in trouble or blacklisted, I, I would genuinely really reconsider working for them because that is such a ridiculously toxic trait. Now, I'll say there's a difference between being like, hey, can I have clarification on my pay? Can I understand this a little bit better? Blah, blah. blah. And there's and there's that. And then there's like, you need to pay me more money. Like, don't be an a-hole. There's if you're looking to get a raise or you feel that you should be paid more based off of the work that you're doing, the money that you're bringing in, all of those things. That's a different conversation. But if you ever feel as though you cannot approach the owner of the salon or the manager or whatever it is just to simply ask for clarification or say, hey, I think my paycheck might be wrong or just simply like, I don't understand. To me, that should be a pretty normal conversation. Um, I think it's always interesting when companies are like, don't tell anybody what you make. Don't say anything. You be quiet. I actually think that's kind of weird because it always makes me feel as though there's something that's being like, hidden something you shouldn't talk about and I know the culture right now is like be open and honest I'm not saying like put your pay on a badge on your shirt and walk around with it like that's weird but if two people are doing the same job and executing it the same way and that's at a high level and the results are both the same and beautiful I I don't see why both should not get paid the exact same you know what I mean 
So that's one thing with commission. Um, I'll say also a negative with commission is you don't really have a choice anymore. And by that, I mean you don't have a choice of when you work. You don't have a choice of your hours. You don't have a choice of the clients that you do or do not take. Your choice is now gone because you work for someone else. And although I generally don't really mind that, I do actually like making my own schedule. And I do like knowing that I always have a say in who I'm about to spend three, four hours with. I mean, that's just my personal preference. But once again, I've had my own studio suite, so I kind of, I don't feel like I grew up in that, but like that's just what I was used to, you know? But once again, the pro of commission is you don't have anything to worry about. You come in, you show up, you do beautiful hair, and then you like, you get to fuck off and go do the rest of your day in like whatever which way it is that you want to do. So that's something to always juggle. Now with that, let's talk about being a booth renter or renting a suite. Now, Although I I do agree, being a salon owner and renting a suite are not the same thing because obviously when you're renting a suite, things like electricity, water, um, things like that are paid for generally by the suite themselves or even, you know, you already have like shampoo bowl and chairs. If anything breaks, like they have to come in and fix it. So that in and of itself is, it, it makes it different. With that, I also do not want to minimize the amount of work that it does take to also have a successful suite. So let's talk about pros and cons of what it looks like actually being in a studio suite. Now, I'll say the biggest pro, and this is something that I've experienced. You know, I was in a suite before when I lived in Missouri, and I'm in one now, and I love it, actually. And so the biggest pro is... You literally just get to do whatever you want. And that for me, just that one aspect personally, far outweighs any con that I could ever find in having a suite, which we'll talk about the cons as well. And I'll explain why. I get to choose what color lines I use. I get to choose my own schedule, which also means I get to take vacation whenever I want. There is no asking for permission. because it's my suite, I can go in there 24 seven to my heart's desire. If a client needs to switch, change, move, jig, adjust, I like that it's up to my own discretion. But like, you know what? Hey, I actually don't mind coming in, you know, this day instead of that day, or oh, I totally understand that there's an emergency because that's happened before in salons that I've worked at where, you know, my schedule was really strict which is fine. I get it. I'm an employee, you know, like, yeah, I I don't have a say. And I had a client once um, who actually, she had a friend pass away. And so she really was like, hey, you know, the day I'm supposed to get my hair done is the day like we're setting up for the wake and the funeral and doing all these things. She's like, is there any way you can do my hair earlier? And although I asked for permission to do it from the salon manager and I was approved, it ended up that you know, I did her hair. It ended up that the owner wasn't like thrilled that I came in an extra day because I was only allotted so many clients per week and only allowed to work one day, which not a big deal. Like I had multiple responsibilities, but even like something like that where I was like, oh, not not allow not having like the grace and the leeway to be able to make those choices and adjustments based on circumstances I that already veers me away from commission and or like 
be like being an employee. I like being able to make those decisions for myself. Now, obviously, being in a suite, there is also a big, not I won't say big, but there are cons to it. You are the you you're in charge of everything now. You are the one in charge of setting aside money for taxes if you're not W2'd. Um, you could technically W2 yourself. That's one other conversation though. So you are the one in charge of taxes. You are the one in charge of inventory. You are the one in charge of um, essentially like receptionist work, which is, you know, communication with clients, booking appointments, things like that. And that can actually be a turnoff for quite some people, which is why I say now we start veering into, well, what's your personality like? Although, yes, I am an artist and I am very artistic, I'm also very logical and very logically, I don't want to say brained. Honestly, I never remember if it's left brain, right brain. I feel like both sides of my brain work depending on what I need them to do. And so with that, I like numbers. I like looking at numbers. I like keeping track of numbers. I like keeping track of inventory. I like knowing that I don't have to go into the salon and experience that frustration of not having something again, like a color that I need or hair that I need because someone else, I don't say didn't do their job, but because truly someone else didn't do their job. Now it's on me. If I end up frustrated, I only end up frustrated at myself because it is my responsibility. Now, that can actually be a turnoff for quite a lot of people who are like, hey, you know what? I don't want to deal with numbers. I don't feel like doing that. I don't want to deal with communication with clients. I want to come in and I want to do beautiful hair and then I want to go home and I want to not think about it again until I come back tomorrow to do more clients. If that's you, I would probably recommend going to a commission salon. And I'll say another red flag is if a commission salon is like, oh, well, you're commissioned, but you have to pay for the hair, but, 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 no, 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 I've seen that happen before. If you are commissioned and you're W2'd, because you should be if you're commissioned, they should actually, they have to be the ones paying for that. Because you are literally paying generally a pretty large portion of the money you're bringing in back to the salon. So also like really pay attention to things like that. Once again, to me, that's a big ass red flag, huge red flag. So back to having your own suite or being a booth renter. Those are definitely things that I would look at. Now, I will say you can grow into the role. You can always grow into any role that you choose to have. There was a time where I didn't fully understand numbers and I came to love it. You can too. I think you would probably be surprised at what you actually can do if you just allow yourself the time to like take a deep breath, sit down and just understand something. Play with the numbers, create a spreadsheet that works for you or just find a template of a spreadsheet that really works for you. Really figuring out what are the main colors that I need in the salon and I know that for me ends up being really fun but even if it's not natural to you now, That can become you. You can always grow into a role. Now, let's talk about the trickiest of the trickiest of the trickiest. Salon owning. Now, the difference between, because you can be in a suite and have an employee like an assistant. But when I'm talking about salon owners, I mean you have a building, whether bought and or currently leasing. And from there, you also have employees 
those employees might be commissioned. You might choose to do a booth rent situation. So what are the real pros and cons of having a salon? Now pro, once again, it's your space. You get to dictate the space, the vibe, the energy, the feel, the rules, the do's, the do nots, and you really get to create something that you love. To be clear, that can also be done inside of a suite. So don't think if you wanna create a beautiful vibe, the only way to do it is to build out a full salon. That's, that's incorrect. Now, what I've noticed is the difference between someone who's like, yes, I want to have a salon, and, or they're like, uh, I actually don't. It comes down to, do you want to manage other people? I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But here's the deal. To have your own salon and to have employees, 1099 or W2, booth rank commission, it doesn't even matter at this point, means you will be dealing with different personalities. You will be dealing with, I don't say emotional problems, but when they're emotionally upset, when the shit that's inside of their personal life actually starts to bleed into business, because it will, it's inevitable that that happens to at least someone. So I'm not gonna pretend like it's never gonna happen to anybody, you know? Um, Not only that, training them. Are you prepared and willing to take on the angry clients and dealing with those situations? Are you prepared to deal and take on with the liabilities and the insurance and making sure that everyone has what they need? It's a really big task to take on. And for a lot of people, that's a con. That they're like, you know what? I don't actually want to, I'm down to do the numbers and inventory, but dealing with the people and training them and going through that and dealing with their personal shit and professional shit and all of this, it's not something I'm interested in, then owning a full salon is probably not for you. But now, another pro is you do have the chance to train someone. And as someone who has trained thousands, I'll let you know there's there's really nothing like it. When you are able to take all this knowledge that you have and pour it into someone else and then you see them succeed and grow and crush it, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And I know for a lot of salon owners and business owners, that's one of the reasons that they do this is because you know what? They want to help someone else. They want to help someone else who is potentially in a shitty situation like they were, whether you were inside of a garbage salon or you had terrible employees or there was just a culture in a salon you didn't like and you wanted to create something different. Owning your own salon is a chance to do that. Bearing in mind to ensure that it's profitable will probably take an entirely different version of you. Like it's going to it's going to take a different piece of you. Now the shit that would set you off and throw you off, you actually don't have that luxury anymore because you being an a-hole when you go into work doesn't work. And also, I will say, if you cannot lead from where you live, you should probably not have your own salon because frankly, I'm not sure there's anything worse than a hypocritical salon owner. That they say you need to do and you need to do and you need to do. But then when you look at them and their actions, they're not doing anything that they're telling you to do. They're always late. They just don't care. They're hogging all the assistance. Like whatever it is, mm, 
being the owner of a salon and the leader really puts you in, and I don't want to say the limelight, like celebrity, that's, that's not it, but it puts a spotlight on you. That now everybody is watching and depending how you act and how you behave will also dictate how everybody else acts and behaves and what is or is not allowed. So with all of those things being said, there is no one right answer. So I will give you my own personal thoughts as me as a person. I will never work for anyone again. And that's not to take a dig on anybody I've ever worked for before, but what I value most. Weirdly, it's not money because money comes and goes. I can make money. It's freedom. It's freedom and space and respect. And those things are far more valuable to me than anything else. And the freedom to do what I want to do, when I want to do it, and how I want to do it far outweighs any pro from being an owner and or being a commission artist. And that for me outweighs any con that there might be from being a sweet owner. So for me, it actually becomes a very, very, very easy decision of I just want my own suite. I want to come in, do my art, have fun, decorate how I want, and have the luxury, truly the luxury, of only doing the clients that I want to. Because there's nothing worse than hearing like, hey, so-and-so's on your book, and you're like, hey, like, I'll do it, but we we like, we don't vibe. Like, it's not, I don't want to say it's not fun, because I get work isn't always fun, but like, this isn't, we're not a good match. And hearing, well, too bad, you're going to have to do it. That's a bummer. Like, honestly, that's that's just a bummer. So for me personally, I'm willing to take on the role of accountant and salon manager and receptionist and doing inventory because I'm finding ways to make it fun for myself. I'm creating systems and processes that personally just work for me. And that's what matters to me at the end of the day. Now, like I said, someone else might be like, I... Oh, that sounds horrendous. I don't want to do any of that. And so for you, being commissioned might be like amazing. There is literally no right or wrong inside of this. You might want to start off as commission and enjoy that and experience it. And there might come a time where you're like, you know what? I'm just ready for more. And I always say, so like when I had my own salon, it's so wild. So I always kept notes in my phone and I found a note that was written, I think January first January 3rd of 2017 and it said 65 was it 65 or 63 vacation days in 2016 2016 I worked 100% for myself and that's when I was like really building up my business and I keep reading that and I'm like 65 vacation days I left town for 65 days over two months are you shitting me I don't think I've had two months of vacation in five years like that when I read that I was like that's insane And I want that back. I want that freedom back. I want to be able to do that. And literally, as I'm recording this, I have a suitcase packed downstairs because I am flying out to go learn a new method literally tonight. By the time you read this, I've already learned it. So if you have questions, shoot me a DM on Instagram or just follow me because I'm sure I've already been posting. But that's just, that's how I view it. So then the question has to become to you of what do you value most? Do you value ease because ease means commission is for you. 
Do you value freedom? Because the ultimate freedom will come from having your own suite. Do you value freedom, but also pouring back into others as well? Then a salon might be for you. But just remember, the bigger things get, the more pressure, the more stress, and the more it requires you as a human being to grow. But there's no right or wrong. It's different for everybody. And there have been times in my life where I'm like, being commissioned is the best. And I'm like, nope, you know, for who I am now, it's, it's actually not the best. It just doesn't work for me anymore because I've outgrown that. So I hope that you have found this valuable and that you have found good information in it and that maybe you're sitting there looking at it like, you know what? This is actually, this is the one that's best for me. And I'll also say this, if you find that you're in a commission salon and you're feeling that urge, that pull and tug, and you're like, I want more, that doesn't mean you have to leave. If you love where you're at, maybe just talk to the salon owner and say like, I would like to take on some more responsibility or I would like to help with this or I would like to, I want to keep growing. Because for me, stagnant doesn't work well because I don't actually believe stagnant exists. If you are not progressing you are regressing. Nothing stands still. So I know for me, like I've done things like that. So if you find yourself where you're like, I just want more, I need more. Have the conversation. It's not conflict. It's not an argument. It's literally just a conversation. So I really hope that today's podcast has helped at least if not shine light on what works best for you, at least like open up your mind to the possibility of what might be best for you. And as always, if you have something that you want to hear about, that you want my opinion on, that you would like to be an episode on Kotani the podcast, just send me a DM on Instagram. You can even comment below this totally fine as well, like whatever it is. And um, I'm always happy to do it because you guys send me very interesting things. So have a wonderful, wonderful day and uh, I'll see you next week.